0: You guys are always asking me for podcast recommendations, and you know that I love bringing you amazing story driven shows for you to dive into. Well, I've got another one for you that I think you will absolutely devour called You Probably Think This Story's About You, right? Think of it as a bingeable pod hosted by your best friend's cooler older sister, the one who's been there, done that, and lived to tell the tale so we can vicariously bask in the lessons learned. Lessons like love betrayal, and the far-reaching consequences of one man's destructive and deceitful lies. You probably think this story is about you, is filled with the same heavy topics you've grown to love as a Hunbot or a Hunbro. Truth, mental health, relationships, self-discovery, growth, and healing. It's a relatable story of a woman's journey to find the answers she needs and all of the entangled lives she meets in her quest for truth in a complicated tale of love, loss, strength, resilience, and sisterhood. And the show is just beautifully done. You feel like you're sitting in on a conversation versus a traditional hosted show, and I know you guys love that format. Just wait until you meet Kanan. You'll be hooked too. Listen and follow You Probably Think the Stories About You wherever you listen to podcasts. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans were $15 when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They don't have retail stores or salespeople. Instead, they deliver premium phone plans directly to you. In fact, all plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And at a time when everything is just getting more expensive, it's refreshing to know that I'll only be cutting costs and not quality. In fact, at $15 a month, I'll be saving over $110 every month. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan, and you can bring your phone number and all of your existing contacts and ditch overpriced wireless. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just $15 a month, go to mintmobile.com slash after MLM. That's mintmobile.com slash after MLM. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash after MLM. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three month plan only. Speed slower over 40 gigs on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See mintmobile for details. Hey. I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry designed for you to fail. Okay, so I am like fresh getting off the Zoom from the MLM conference that was this weekend, this past weekend, yesterday, (laughs) today's Saturday. I don't know what day it is anymore. I think it's Saturday. I'm pretty sure it's Saturday. I just have to say that this conference was incredible. Even though I had to wake up super early because I'm on the West Coast and it started at nine o'clock on the East Coast and that's like super early here, I did it. I got up, I sat, I had my coffee, I listened, I got to talk at the end both days. I figured... Why not? Right. Had all of these people that I admire in this panel and they're like, anybody can talk. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to raise my hand and say something. So, you know, I just did it. Um, I would have been that person that was like afraid to do that in the past, this podcast and all of my activism since leaving MLM has given me a lot more strength than I ever thought I had. And apparently I'm the kind of person that Unmutes her mic in a Zoom full of people that she highly, highly, highly admires and shouts, Stephen Hassan, I love you. Um, That's me. I'm that person. Um, I figured it was my one moment. (laughs) I've been messaging Stephen for months trying to get a hold of him. And I was in the same virtual room with him. And I figured, why not? And he gave me his email. And so let's hope something comes of that. I also told Jane Marie that while I was filming the Vice documentary, I listened to her podcast, The Dream, and she clapped and smiled. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is happening, too. So if nothing else, this little pop in was to remind you to not be afraid to open your mouth and say what you're thinking, because yesterday and today I sent so many emails to people whose email addresses I didn't think one, I would ever have, or two, I would ever have the guts to type and hit send. And I asked every single one of them to come on this show. So we're going to see what's going to happen. I mean, if you were in this conference and you heard these panelists and the things that they were talking about, and you were like, man, I wish I could just talk to them for like an hour, like I did, then I think you're going to be really excited about what's coming up in the next couple months on this podcast. I mean, I messaged people from John Oliver and I messaged people from the FTC and I messaged Stephen Hassan and Jane Marie. And you know what, you guys, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm feeling really empowered by it. And I'm feeling really good. Um, I don't know how many downloads we have, but it's really close to 30,000. It's like tripled in the last three weeks. You guys are insanely incredible. I don't even know. Like, um, I don't even know. Like, I, I'm, I'm speechless for once. Like, I, I don't know what to say to you guys about the support that you give me. But it's really emotional and it's really incredible. And you guys are just so great. And I just love you guys so much. And you know me, I ugly cry publicly. So you're probably not surprised at all that you can hear that little quivering waver in my voice. But this was a really good weekend and a really good conference. And I feel really empowered and emboldened and... You know what, if it wasn't for you guys that message me and tell me that the podcast has helped you, if it wasn't for you guys that send me donations and tell me to keep up the good work, (laughs) the ones that tell me that listening is their therapy and that I'm already changing your lives, like I wouldn't be here, you know, (laughs) God, I'm such a crybaby, um, So I just wanted to say thank you to you guys again. I know that I say thank you like all the time, but I really do feel that you guys need to know just how thankful I am for everything that you've provided me in these last 10 weeks. I know it's been 10 weeks and here we're at. (laughs) It's been 10 weeks and I have Stephen Hassan's email address. (laughs) It's been 10 weeks and and Jane Marie laughed at my joke. So um, you know what, you guys? I'm gonna call it a win. Enjoy this story. It's uh it's super culty and I think you're gonna like it a lot. Okay, so welcome back to another episode of Life After MLM. Um, I'm really excited about this episode today. We've had to reschedule a couple times because of life getting in the way, uh, but I'm so excited because of who she was with and the incredible value of what she has to say. Um, I think a lot of people need to hear this. Amanda Sekiguchi, welcome Hi. to the show.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. This is such an honor. You and um, Josie Nikoi and Savvy and Haley O'Brien, they all were part of my own healing journey after getting out of MLM. So I'm thankful for you guys and the work that you're doing. And yeah, I love to, to hear that. And you mentioned yeah. all
0: of my favorite people in one sentence. Right? It's They're so great. Just
1: wonderful, wonderful people. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So, uh, tell us which company you were with and for how long?
1: This is the hard part. I have to say it. I was with Amway. (laughs) I was with Amway for two and a half years and it wasn't just me. It was me and my husband, which is something you find very frequently in Amway that they involve the whole family.
0: Yeah. So, so you and your husband were Amway distributors for two and a half years. That's incredible. I can't wait to get into all the meat and potatoes of that. Um, but how did how did you say yes when Amway came knocking? Where were you guys at in your life that you felt this was a good opportunity for you to join?
1: Yeah, so actually, so I grew up very much around MLMs without having a clue what they were. Like my mom would have Mary Kay parties for her friends, Tupperware parties, that kind of thing. I didn't really think anything of it, didn't understand it, didn't know it. Then I got in, out into the world. I was a travel nurse, kind of went all around my husband through that process, and we came to Southern California. I knew nobody. We were in such a crazy, crazy vulnerable spot because we just wanted friends, man. Like seriously, I was just like, it was New Year's Eve one night and I was crying my eyes out because we hadn't scheduled anything or planned anything because life just got really busy. And I was like, well, we know nobody. So we're going to sit here in our living room together and stare at each other and go happy new year oh, so bad so anyway and on top of that we also have both just gone through a career change and um and we were just trying to figure out what we wanted to do in life and we we're looking at real estate investing and and all this stuff because once you come to southern california i'm actually from missouri so i'm like wow everybody out here is so successful i want to be successful too I can't be successful as a nurse. Like, I'm the poor person down here.
0: <laughs> I know California so. is ridiculously expensive. Oh, I don't think expensive. people understand that. Like, yeah. we call it sunshine tax. Like, I literally seriously. spent the day yesterday, April 1st, yesterday, in the pool all day. Like, right? I don't know where yeah. else. I have friends that live in different parts of the country that were like, "What? You're swimming on April first? Right? Like, we were yeah. swimming in March too. I just didn't post pictures." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah California is ridiculously
1: expensive. So, yeah, it's so amazing. It's such such a great place to live. Yesterday, we were taking a walk with our dogs, and it smelled of jasmine everywhere yes, and these beautiful palm table. trees and this perfect sunset and I was like this is why I'm here it's so great anyway um yeah so back to a vulnerable spot for sure um no friends looking to make a difference in our lives looking to do something outside of our jobs I mean we were the perfect target for them
0: um, yeah. and I mean, then, loneliness is such a vulnerability. That was yes. something that, that was one of the reasons I joined too, Was this built in yes. network of not only friends, but like people that support you, people that want to see you succeed, people yes. that know exactly what you're going through. And so yeah. really it's, it's, they answer every, every, you know, they check yeah. every box and answer every question you have. And you're like, this is the answer. This is the way. Yep.
1: But here's the funny thing. I had never heard about Amway ever. In my life, I know I like I, I lived under a rock. No, no, no. I just lived in Missouri. That's what it was. <laughs> no, <laughs> but anyway, so it's it's not really prevalent out, at least in my area of Missouri. You know, Mary Kay was, Avon was, uh, Pampered Chef was different different MLMs like that were, but but not Amway. I've never really been exposed to it. So,
0: and what um, year
1: was this that you this joined? This was in. October of 2015 is when we actually launched our our quote unquote business. Um, so but th- this is actually kind of unique, and' I'll, I'll have to kind of because there's you know, Amway's huge and it's old. It's been around forever. So what they have done, I, uh, and I think they have done this partially because the diamonds, you know, can't make profit, you know, a ton of profit off of just selling Amway and just having a distributorship, they make these lines of affiliation. So there's several, um, those who have been in Amway know names like LTD, Brit Worldwide. There's several, several different lines of affiliation kind of clustered under one large diamond ship or crown ship or whatever the highest
0: one is. Are these all just like, are these like different companies underneath the Amway brand?
1: Yeah. So essentially what it is, and mine was worldwide group. Shout
0: out to okay. I've heard of worldwide of group for sure. Yes. Yeah, okay.
1: And I'll kind of go through their recruiting. They don't call it recruiting, it's recruiting. Um, so they worldwide group is nestled under uh their their big um leader in that group is Ron and Georgia Lee Career. Um, and so what the line of affiliation is is it's just it's where you get your um your books, your uh CDs. You go to your quarterly events with them. So they have four per uh, every year. So we've got um, FED, Free Enterprise Days, uh, Spring Leadership, Family Reunion, and um, Dream Night. So once a quarter, you're going to this big event. You know, it's kind of the, the rally, like get you pumped up, get you super excited. Um, one of them, they have the brand new Diamonds Walk Down, this red carpet in this elaborate um ceremony for them, you know, where they're all honored and everybody's crying and you know, all that fun stuff. Anyway, um, so so that's a little bit about worldwide group. But when you buy the CDs, when you buy the the, the books, when you buy the tickets into entry for not only the big quarterly events, but also the regional events. You know, you pay $25 for every every event that's going on and there's one every couple of weeks. That all goes into that line of affiliation and pays out to the, the diamonds and above. So once a, they, they get to a certain level, they start to benefit from this line of affiliation. So they're not only getting paid.
0: So confusing.
1: Yeah. It, it, it is. It is. Um, <laughs> so are you still...
0: excuse me, are you still selling the same products that somebody who would be under the Amway affiliation line would be?
1: So Amway is the product, right? So Amway, Amway gives us our product. Worldwide group gives all the training materials, all of the um, events, all of that stuff. So, so they, but And if you ask somebody who's in Worldwide Group if they're part of Amway, they're like, I mean, there are, you know, they they provide what we use. Sorry, my computer is popping up some weird messages. Um, They provide what we use, but um, we're really a part of Worldwide Group. They a lot of people identify more with the line of affiliation than
0: actually Amway. Is it like comparable to like Walmart and Sam's Club? Like it's the same company, but it's different stores, and they carry similar things, but you get different things out of both of them.
1: In um, in terms of
0: like real world comparisons, do you have a better of, comparison for me?
1: Uh, no, it. I do not feel like I'm quite giving it justice. Um, Amway has the products, and Worldwide has the teaching material, um, and but. Amway also has the products for all kinds of different lines of affiliation, such as LTD and BRIT Worldwide. And there's several others that I can't name right now, but those are the big ones right there. Um, So like little
0: mini MLMs underneath Amway's big MLM. Yep. It's it's like an MLM MLM structure of an MLM (laughs) at the same time. Exactly. And the diamond convoluted and confusing and most likely intentionally so.
1: You know what it is. And, and I, I really I never want to put anybody in the perpetrator light because we've all been victims and we've all been perpetrators. It's part of the MLM thing. Um, but I really feel what they do that for is because Amway is so huge. They want to isolate you even further into one, you know, they don't allow like even even crosslining. So if my upline had another downline besides beside me, you know, I I would know that cross line very well, but they wouldn't want us to communicate with each other. They don't want us to have their numbers, anything. They isolate wow. you. You're only supposed to be talking to your upline or your downline, and no Nobody. one lateral
0: at all. Like no, that's on your team.
1: Wow. no, you're. I mean, you can say hi to them at right. functions and things like that, but like no, there's no, and, and that's right there a cult tactic
0: right that's, um, that's isolation it's a complete yeah. and total cult tactic they have they
1: have told they have tons of talks around cross and how bad that is because you're getting different um different opinions that are not you know from your mentor so actually that that which is also into- totally a
0: lie like it's it so ridiculous don't talk to the people who are quote-unquote competing with you Talk to only the people above you and below you.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, yeah, let me just explain just kind of the quote unquote recruiting tactics. They don't call it recruiting. It's totally recruiting Um, that worldwide specifically uses because I bet this will ring a bell for somebody. So I'll tell you about my experience. I was sitting at a Starbucks. Um, I was in my scrubs. I did uh, medical device sales and sales support at the time I don't remember which I was I think sales support anyway I was sitting at a Starbucks just on my computer getting a few things done in between going to different accounts and this sweet girl and I I I, she's such a sweetheart I'm so sad that she's still in it um she she perked up and she was like oh are you a nurse I see you or you're wearing scrubs and I was like, yeah, I was a nurse. Now I'm doing medical device sales. And she was just so sweet and lovely and started talking to me and just asking me a little bit about my job and what I wanted to do. And I was like, this is just a sweetheart. I love, I love meeting people. I'm an extrovert. I, I'm so, so excited anytime somebody wants to talk to me. So I'm like, yeah, this is great. Anyway, um, but, and with that vulnerable place that Jason and I were in, my husband and I were in. Um, She started talking about what she does and how it's not really her thing, but she's been so fortunate because she has these mentors that helped her are helping her learn how to make income outside of your job um, so that she doesn't have to be relying on her job for the rest of her life. And she talks about how her mentors are, you know, in their early thirties and retired and get to just be stay at home parents. So a lot of people have probably had this situation happen. And where yeah. I was, you know, I was even listening to podcasts about finding a mentor. And so I was like, I'm in, like, how do I get in front of your mentors? This sounds amazing. And she's like, wait, wait, no, no, no. You know, I don't know if they would have the time for you. Um, so wow. let me ask them, I'll get your number and maybe, maybe we'll get back to you. Not once did I, did I think to ask like, okay, well, how are they doing it or anything like that? Again, I was just so desperate. I just wanted people in my life. I wanted good people in my life. And I was like, you know what? I'll give this a shot.
0: And this is something that Robert Fitzpatrick talks about a lot is, uh, is the legitimacy of these scams because they use business terms. Like you're looking for a mentor. You're a professional who's looking Mm -hmm. for a professional mentor at this time. You're vulnerable because you, you want that. And you're trying to generate wealth for yourself, which is a totally normal concept outside of the MLM cult. Mm -hmm. And you're reaching out. And so you're thinking, oh, I need a mentor. And she says that word. Yes. And they're not mentors. They're cult. No, They're cool people. They're not mentors. No. And so she says that yeah. word and you go, oh, that's what I've been looking for. This is, this is a legitimate thing. They're saying mentor. That's a legitimate word.
1: It was, and, it was my dog whistle. What, yeah.
0: It's a yeah. 100% dog whistle and, and MLMs use it constantly. They use legitimate business terms to make the seem yep. like a legitimate business. Yeah. They talk about promotions and mentors and uh, passive income and residual income as if it's a thing within the mlm structure and it's not yeah and this legitimacy is something that i constantly am saying stop calling it a business because it's not a business stop using legitimate terms and we see right here with amanda's example that this is Mm -hmm. what is exactly what is happening and so that's what i need everyone to be on alert when you hear those words and go wait a second mentor amway uses that word lularoe uses that word excuse me give me a little bit more information
1: and legitimate mentorship is not a bad thing at all, but you really have to vet out those people. Do Are they qualified to be a mentor in your life? Which, you know, these people were just a couple years older than me, didn't have any better or worse life experience than me. Um, they knew how to run an Amway upline, downline, whatever. Not going to give them the, the courtesy of calling it a business, but, you know, but they did not have any place to speak into my life. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But um, I wanted to go through this process because when this girl and I i am not going to use her name because I I just want to give her her privacy out of respect. Because again, she's just a sweetheart. And I really do hope one day that she she steps away from it. But when um, we met up for the second time, she actually gave me homework. She said, I need you to read this book. It's called Business of the 21st Century. It'll give you a little bit better idea about how our mentors, you know, make their passive income. And she was like, can you read it in three or four days? It's a hundred pages. It shouldn't be that hard. I was like, I'll read it in two. Cause at that point I was like, I'll do anything to get in front of a mentor. I can do that. I can read, I'm, you know, I'm smart. I can figure this
0: out and that's, prove it to them. That's from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, who's, was yeah. in, was he in Amway as well? I know he was in MLM. I'm not sure if it was Amway no, or which one it was, I, but he's I, an MLM I, guy too.
1: He's a promoter of MLM, just the same way that, oh, who's the big speaker who speaks for everybody? Oh, now I can't think of his name. Uh, I'll think of it. He's a huge, huge uh, speaker. He speaks at all, all MLM events. And so when pe- he goes to speak for them, everybody's like, oh, see? He's a legitimate person. So that legitimizes our business. But the thing is, just because you have somebody who's written books or, or like, for example, Ronald Reagan spoke in an Amway event um, back when he was president, that doesn't legitimize your business. It just shows what influence you have, you know? Well, the the DSA paid
0: him and the DSA is funded by Amway.
1: (laughs) Right. You have deep pockets. Great. Good. You know, a lot of people are motivated by money. So yeah, exactly. Direct Selling Association is just such a load of hooey. Anyway, um, so anyway, so I read that book and growing up around Mary Kay and, and all that, I was like, okay, this is familiar. Um, You know, my mom's friends did it, whatever. Okay, no big deal. Let's just see what this is. And so then after reading that book, she gets me in front of her mentors um, and they are this couple we meet at their house everybody's dress, dressed in business attire so when we go to the bite model I'm not kidding they control the types of clothing that we were wearing and and they never ever do any of this and this is something to keep in mind at, at least in Amway they never say you need to do this they say people who win are duplicating what we're doing and this is what we do so yeah, it it's emotional of, manipulation and psychological absolutely.
0: manipulation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, losers wear jeans and winners, wear right? Slacks. And then you look down at your jeans right? and you're like, no, I'm a loser. And then the first thing you do when you leave that room is you go and you buy some slacks. Exactly. Oh no, no. And girls wore dresses or skirts,
1: business professional dresses or skirts and guys wore suit and ties. <laughs> it was like, uh, what a weird group we looked like from the outside. I mean, <laughs>
0: very She's culty i'm sure people weird. were like who the super heck is that weird. cult of weirdos they, walking around yeah,
1: they with the amway tags on right exactly they discouraged um guys to have facial hair so i'm telling you it's like it was like what? super super weird yeah
0: yeah what if it was like anyway. really clean like a really good mustache
1: I mean, you might see the occasional <laughs> person but you're like but it would be very they're not in duplication then... wow. yep no no
0: they really look at all the for... really famous yeah. men do they have beards no you're like exactly. Abraham Lincoln had a beard <laughs> like <laughs> like no absolutely not clean yeah. face only how weird oh,
1: yeah again yeah, cult whole so... tactic
0: I mean yeah, Stephen so... Hassan's bite model which I've talked about before multiple times I, it, it's Controlling what you wear and how you look, is part it. exactly. it's part of it. It's part of it. Exactly. Exactly. So we go to this
1: meeting at um these quote unquote mentors' house and get to know them. And I mean, they're just a, from the outside, just a lovely couple. They're so sweet. They seem like they really care about people. Everybody's dressed professionally. So that obviously means they're very successful, whatever. Um, <laughs> right. That doesn't mean a darn thing. you make it. it. Exactly. And so, and so they they give a lot of again, you, you, nobody ever gets involved in a cult or anything if there's not some good stuff peppered in. So there were some great success principles in that meeting. And I was like, yeah, this is awesome. That's right. That is what it takes to succeed. And, um, and you know, kind of just very insidio- insidiously snaking in some toxic positivity and some just, you know, kind of reframing your way of thinking and you don't uh, even catch it because it
0: happens it's so a slowly. toxic positivity sandwich where they say something and then they throw in a exactly. toxic positivity and they say something else after and you sort mm-hmm. of miss it you don't realize it's toxic yeah. you're just like of course winners want to win and I'm a winner you know and you yeah <laughs> these MLM platitudes that you hear and I hear them from every person I interview they're like they told me this or they told me that and I'm like oh my god like it's 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 like you said and like I say it's insidious
1: it really is. It really is. It's, it's crazy, and it's so insidious that I really think that until a certain point, you don't even realize how much of a perpetrator you're becoming. So anyway, I really wanted to get in front of these mentors. I was like, these people are great. They mentioned Amway. I've never heard of Amway before. I don't know what that is. Um, great. Let's 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 have fun with this. Let's see what what happens. Well, you know?
0: Amway is short for American American Way. Way which then you're like, I'm a patriot. I'm an American supporting an American company. Go America. And it's like, and then even when you get into other countries, it's like, this is the American way. This is the American dream. dream. We constantly talk about how MLMs literally just sell the idea of the potential of the American dream and not actually the American dream. Um, And so this company is even called American way. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a successful American, yeah. you've got to go through the American way. Exactly. I mean, it's all, it's all there.
1: <laughs> yeah. But uh, that, yeah, exactly. Uh, but another thing that they did is they were just like, mm, I just don't know if we want you in our business. We're really particular with who we work with, you know, so they were almost kind Reverse of like pulling psychology. It back so that we would want it more and we'd have to pursue and, and, um, you know, their, their mentality and how they, they presented it to the group was if they don't want it as bad as you do, then, then, you know, they're not worth your time. We only want oh, the yeah. winners, the ones Let's who move on are really to the out there. Pursuing. Exactly. So, um, so anyway, I pursued it like crazy. My husband was like, this is making my wife happy. Let's do this. You know? Um, so he, you was, know, he was,
0: uh, another interjection here. I think a lot of husbands feel that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just
0: want my wife to be happy. This is keeping her busy. This is filling the hole that she feels she has in her life. And this makes her happy. And at the beginning, before you're in too deep for it to actually be a problem, you know, I think husbands are like, well, what's the harm? It's only $50 a month or whatever. and It makes her happy. Um, but we we (laughs) see that it's not just that. And then you also sometimes see, like, I would see it a lot. Um, you know, check this box. If like, when people are buying things, like check this box, if you want a note that says this was a free gift so that your husband's not mad that you're spending more money or, mm-hmm. you know, um, in Row, it was like, get on your knees. And then your husband will let you do whatever you want. And I was just like, I'm sorry, what did you just say? And then, you know, things like that, mm-hmm. um, where it's like, just, just this weird manipulation of the husband as well.
1: So I, and I've noticed that in a lot of other MLMs, but with Amway, it is the husband and wife do everything together. So yes, he got in because he really wanted to make me happy. And he was like, well, these people seem nice. And, and he'd never really been exposed to MLM either. So he's like, well, okay, let's do it. But they wanted us hand in hand doing this together, going out every night and making people aware of our mentors And leading them through the process, you know, of, of giving them the business of the 21st century, bringing them to a meeting, um, you know, giving them all these tasks to do until they earn mentorship is how they say it quite funny.
0: Right. So Um, when your husband joined, did he just join on your team or did he sign up as well as a distributor, like underneath you?
1: We had our, our joint
0: team. We were together. We were one team. Okay. So did, was it that you started and then he was like, I want to join too. And he joined into it, or you started at the exact same time together as a team. We,
1: we did everything together. So that after meeting my, the initial girl at Starbucks, we were at every single meeting together. We joined together at the same time, all of it. He got, so, so this is a thing that, that this line of affiliation specifically does worldwide group does. They say, okay, product doesn't matter. We're not here to sell a product. What we have is a mentorship opportunity. So they say you buy the product, you buy it at the beginning of the month. You have the, it's actually called a ditto. You you buy your your amount every month at the beginning of the month, and that sets you up to pay your upline essentially, right? Um, so that they know at the beginning of the month exactly how much people are making. And they say-
0: So you hit um, your requirement like within the first couple of days of the month. So you're not scrambling at the end of the month.
1: That's what they wanted. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And then they said, okay, so let me give an example. Um, so 150 PV is, is uh, their, their point value system. Um, that's how much you'd need to be to stay active, essentially. Um, 50 of that is supposed to be customer volume, but I really don't think anybody, they just said that they were selling to customers. I really don't think everybody was actually selling to customers. I I really, a lot of times people
0: buy it for themselves and store it in their garage because they're going to sell it to someone eventually. And, you know, they call that garage qualified because you're, you're buying (laughs) your qualification and you're storing it wherever you need to. And it's usually in the garage. Uh, It's a term that I've heard and and have talked about before garage qualified. So that's interesting yeah. that they're encouraging you to garage qualify at the beginning of the month so that you can just work well, your business and not have to worry about it at the it, end. Cause everything's already hit. Everyone's already hit their ranks within the first week. Well,
1: exactly. And it helps our upline, you know, get, get paid and, and no, it's not about in. recruiting. <laughs> so exactly. So, so Anyway, so what they say is because Amway has all the products, and I mean all the products, you know, they've got your your makeup, they've got your cleaners, they've got your protein bars, which are disgusting. They've got your protein shakes, they've got your toothpaste, they've got your hair products, they've got everything, your water water purifiers, bottled water that was so ridiculously expensive. I mean, they have everything. They say, you're going to be using this anyway. You're going to be getting makeup anyway so why not buy it from Amway so this is just stuff that you're using so we actually never stored anything in the garage because we were told to always use it we were told to prioritize eating the bars and drinking the excess and having the protein shakes over a hot meal because they also encouraged they also encouraged you to be getting out of debt and I had student loans and everything so good thing that happened my husband and I During our two and a half years in Amway, we were actually able to pay off $80,000 of debt. So that was great. But we were also spending 1,500, 1,600, sometimes $2,000 at the beginning of the month just on products. We'd have so much of these products and we'd need to finish them up. So we would eat bars for breakfast, bars for dinner. Um, You know, we We would have three or four cans of excess every day, which were energy drinks. It'd be like having three or four cans of Monster.
0: This message is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. I got really lucky with Abby because she is super self-sufficient at 12. She can make her own food, clean up after herself, and I rarely have to hound her about schoolwork. But other things don't, like having hard conversations about money and teaching financial responsibility. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money until they're actually in charge of it. And that's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and a money app that's made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving. And the kids build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. They learn how to save, invest, and spend wisely thanks to games that teach money skills in fun, accessible ways. The Greenlight app also includes a chores feature where you can set up customized chores and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Nowadays, this is much safer than carrying around a plastic bag full of babysitting money that you're planning to spend on the newest casingle. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight, including us. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids. Sign up for Greenlight and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com MLM. That's greenlight.com MLM to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com MLM. School is almost out. The sunshine is on its way and I am embracing cute mom summer with some brand new items from Quince.com. I just got finished shopping and I cannot wait for my order to arrive. Shipping is always fast and free, so I will be showing off my new threads in no time. I already have one of their organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirts, but it is a serious favorite. So I grabbed another one in black because you can never have too many favorite broken in teas. And I pre-ordered a brushed short sleeve lounge tea in Heather oatmeal. It looks so comfy and relaxed and it's basically my work uniform. It's made with 65% lensing Eco Vera viscose, whose fibers are derived from sustainable wood and pulp from certified and controlled sources. It's free of harmful substances, and the manufacturing cycle has been optimized to drastically reduce the environmental impact compared to traditional viscose. And lastly, I think I am most excited for my European linen short sleeve swing dress. Quince has some adorable dresses in tons of fabrics and fits, but I couldn't stop thinking about me wearing the classic seersucker-style white and blue stripes down at the bay this summer. It is such a classic look for the season, and I fell in love with the breathable lightweight fabric. It gets hot in San Diego, and I am all about keeping cool while staying fashionable and affordable. And with this order, I'm saving over 70% off what high-end brands would charge. So join me and get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. I remember when I first got access to the internet in 1994, I was 13 and it was the digital wild West. I was one of the only kids in the neighborhood with an internet service provider. So slumber parties at my house on weekends lasted well into the early mornings, hanging out in creepy chat rooms. And I didn't even grow up with the internet the way today's kids have. Now as a mom, I can only imagine what it's like for them to have that sort of all access pass without the life skills and experiences to balance it out. We've had many conversations about what content is and isn't age appropriate online, but with today's peer pressure, those talks only go so far, which is why I want to tell you about Gab. Gab is the leader in safe smartphones and watches for kids, teens, and tweens. No social media apps, no internet browser, and it's got GPS tracking. Gab devices were built from the ground up with smart filtration that proactively blocks harmful content before it ever reaches your kid. It's a great way to keep safely connected. The phones and watches are still tech that kids actually want. Abby's got the Gab watch and she is loving it. There's unlimited talk, text, clean music, streaming, and over 100 third-party apps that can be installed at the parent's discretion. This is the absolute best time to check them out because right now, Gab is offering $25 off any device to new customers with no contract required. That's $25 off any Gab smartphone or smartwatch. Just go to gab.com slash MLM. That's where you'll get the best deal. That's G-A-B-B dot com slash MLM. Gab.com slash MLM. National Voter Registration Day is kind of a big deal. It's a yearly nonpartisan holiday celebrating our democracy. And it's all about getting as many people as possible to, that's right, register to vote. So why is that important right now? Well, sure, local and state elections may not get as much attention as the midterms or the presidential elections, but there's still a super important way for you to use your voice to make an impact and help shape the future of your community. And one of the best parts, registering to vote is really easy thanks to organizations like Headcount. Get registered there in minutes and you won't have to worry about registration deadlines in your state. And then you'll be ready to participate in all of your upcoming local, state and federal elections. That really is a big deal. Head to headcount.org forward slash spotify now to register. That's headcount.org forward slash spotify. See you at the polls. Um every That's day. Incredible. So yeah. is Amway, does Amway also tout themselves as a shop club the way that like Melaluca does? Because you're no. basically turning everything. But it's like, hey, you're gonna buy deodorant and toothpaste and toilet paper at Target you might as well just buy it from Amway.
1: Kind of, yeah, That that is it. They didn't term it as a shop club. And this is one thing, okay, every MLM says they're so different from the other ones. Amway in a lot of way is different um, from the other ones because they're not on social media like the other ones. Um, they, they set it up so it's not just like the fun products like a purse or, you know, um, stick on nails or anything like this that they it's want like a you costco using your... membership it's like a costco actually in a lot of times they compare Amway to a costco membership um but yeah they never they never termed it a shop club like right, but,
0: but but costco it, doesn't require me to go between the first and the fifth and spend two thousand dollars a exactly, month on everything that i need
1: exactly so here we were spending two thousand dollars a month and they say okay the we're not here to sell the product. What we are here to do is share the mentorship opportunity. So you need to go out every single night of the week, every single morning. Um, I mean, they they filled your time. They said and go out and share the mentorship opportunity with people at Target, at Starbucks. Um, you know, at your kids' soccer games. at Dog you know, groomer. Also, yeah, dog groomer. Like everybody you meet, you need to be sharing this opportunity with them to build your team. And then, you know, and, and they, they, so they're quote unquote, selling this mentorship opportunity. There was no mentorship.
0: What was it my is next question?
1: Mentorship. What's the you're opportunity selling? you're selling? Like what is it's, included in a
0: mentorship?
1: So you you get books to read. Um, that you
0: have to pay for,
1: but you have to pay for them. You have CDs to listen to, which is just people's Amway story about how they've become successful. That you also
0: have to purchase that
1: you also also have to purchase. And then you get a communication system with your upline, you know, because their time is so valuable, but they're investing it into you.
0: Anyway, um, but What are they and, providing and that, to you? Like what are those mentors so, providing to you so for in example, terms of my, mentorship? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, nothing at <laughs> all. Be,
1: to be Okay. So, and this is, this is where I, this is what turned my husband away immediately. We were brand new married. Actually, I think we got married just a little bit after joining the business. We needed help. We had no idea what we were doing. We were fighting like cats and dogs. We were trying to figure so much out in our marriage. Their example of a mentorship opportunity was Telling us, you know, when we'd call them or we'd, we'd communicate with them over our little messaging system called Communicate, and we'd say, We're struggling. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to work this out. They're like, Build the business, man. That's what you do to be successful. That gets you through all your problems. That is not mentorship. That is not mentorship. Telling people, No, to that's recruitment. Exactly.
0: And that was funny. You mentioned it twice that this is, we're not selling a product, we're selling mentorship. Exactly. It's like that. I mean, That's literally like the the red flag of a pyramid scheme is that there's no product, exactly. And you're saying exactly. that the product is mentorship, but the mentorship is bull honky, non- and there non-existent. Is, is non-existent.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And and they'd be like, you know, I suggest maybe reading this book or whatever, um, you know, but uh, really it was just, they had no business mentoring us in our own lives. And they say things like, okay, yeah, but if you go to your family or friends and ask for mentorship, they have an emotionally vested interest in you. So they're going to give you an emotional response. We have a financial vested interest in you. So therefore our, our um, mentorship advice is going to be better because we want you to succeed. But I think financial vent- vested interest is just another way of saying conflict of interest. When you earn money off of somebody's effort in a business, um, also while, while providing them mentorship, you're not going to give them the right advice. You're gonna be like, no, 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 but I want you to build your business because that affects me. Whereas if you go to a counselor, if you really need, you know, some help, if you need to go to a counselor or therapist and and you talk to them, maybe their financial vested interest, quote unquote, is, you know, you pay them for their services, but they're not motivated by you going out and selling. They want to give you sound advice so that you actually succeed. So it was very, very twisted the way that they did it. Um, But yeah, I'm sorry. I've been...
0: No, <laughs> I, hope I haven't is, gotten off track. Ama- this is amazing. There's no off track when you're telling your story. This is incredible. I think there's a lot of people out there that probably look like me right now with like their, I've got like my mouth wide open while she's telling this. I'm like covering my face and disbelief. <laughs> like, oh my God, this is insane. Ooh, yeah Wow.
1: Yeah, you know, but but it but it just happens so so gradually. You're like, look at the successful couple and they seem so happy. Of course, I'd want mentorship from them. Of course you know no, what's so silly
0: to. is that they're telling you that your friends and family don't have your best interest at heart or that it's an emotional thing so that they're like well you know this might be a good opportunity for you but it might not because we love you and we want what's best for you and then you go to these people that are making money off of you and they're like they don't care if you make money or not we do and you're like and, and isn't the reason you're here to make money and we're the ones that care. Um, here's the difference though, in like an actual business, if you have people above you, managers and and regional managers and Mm -hmm. whatever, they also have a vested interest in your success, but it's, it's reversed. It's literally a a reverse triangle in a normal people, the sales
1: people, you know, the ones who are out there boots on the ground are the ones. Making the
0: most commission and then yep. it trickles, it trickles up in a small percentage versus the other way around. Exactly. And an MLM, 80%, 80%, percent eight zero 0 percent of the wealth is, is systemically funneled to the top of the pyramid, 80%. Mm-hmm. So you're only making 20%. It's the opposite in an actual business. You're probably going to be closer to the 80% of the commissions while that 20% trickles up to your uh, managers and regional managers and district managers and blah, 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 blah. they all get a small percentage of, of what you're doing versus MLM where you're keeping the small percentage and the majority is going up top. That's the difference yeah. that a lot of people are like corporate America's a pyramid scheme too. And I'm like, uh, actually it's Your not. The game. Yeah, exactly. So I I'd like actually to make a point
1: about this because when I talk to people who are in MLMs, you know, I, I have the Hey Hun messages and everything else coming out to me. I, I always want to approach them in a very loving way and just give them little bits of information. So the, the two things that I really want people in MLMs to understand is When I was in an MLM, I was a salesperson for my job. I love selling. I'm an extrovert. But when I got, I, Jason and I had one person under us the whole two and a half years. And here, and and, you know, people in Amway or in worldwide group will look at us. They're probably telling our stories every once in a while and saying, well, remember that couple? Yeah. They just didn't work hard. They didn't try. We worked our butts off and I know how to sell. I know how to sell, I've been selling medical devices for the past six years. Somebody who does not um, have downline under them, I really feel, actually, I wanna, I really wanna look into this more um, and kind of discuss it and talk about it. I really feel that it's, it's less about how hard they work because we worked our butts off, like I said. I believe subconsciously I knew how dirty this business was and I did not want to be successful and I hadn't gotten there consciously yet so I subconsciously sabotaged my own efforts all the time I I knew that I did that and I love selling I have such a good time but I was like it's not real mentorship so why am I calling it mentorship and so I would kind of shut myself down and um I remember a couple of people that I sat down with to talk to and and have them read business of the 21st century and and, and things like that, that I was like, I I can't say that, you know, I can't tell them about this amazing mentorship opportunity because it doesn't really exist. I'm not getting mentored in my life. And so I would almost stop them. So, So instead of people in MLM saying they didn't work hard, maybe there's some other stuff going on. Maybe, maybe. I believe this happens in in Amway, especially in Southern California, the market's saturated. I'd say 75% of the people that I talked to already had been approached by someone else about worldwide group. They have, oh yeah, no, no, I've heard about your mentors before and I'm not interested. I got that so much. And maybe they subconsciously or consciously are they don't want to perpetuate this non-mentorship thing. And so saying that they don't work hard is so inaccurate. And then the second thing that I tell um, people in MLM when they approach me, so I say, don't judge your downline, don't say that they're not working hard and don't put yourself in that box because maybe you're working hard but maybe there's something else going on. And number two is, they always tell you, and this is a bite model tactic. They say, it is terrible on the other side. If you get out, you're going to regret it. You're going to always ask yourself, what if, what if I had just, you know, recruited a couple more people? What if I had just spoken to a few more people and I went diamond off of that? Like, what if, why did I get out? So they they give you this fear of leaving. The fear isn't there in, in, Mway meetings, they chant, Freedom, freedom, all all the time because they're all about all stuck earning. Stuck in a cult,
0: they're chanting freedom. earning
1: this freedom from their jobs. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's a that's a thing that they do. But the freedom is not in Amway. The freedom is not in an MLM. We felt so much relief. There was no regret when we left. We felt so much relief. So we felt that freedom the moment that we decided to step away. So I just let people know that that is a lie that they tell you. There's not regret on the other side, and I hope that makes a difference for somebody.
0: Oh, it's that's absolutely true too. That, that's so. Whoo, that is. That's a cult tactic. That's 100% a cult. Like. Um, you'll never be successful without us. You know, you found the secret and that's being a part yeah. of this. And when you leave, you're not going to have that anymore. And you're going to regret it. And anything that bad happens to you, it's going to be because you left us. And yeah. I really hate to see you fail because you didn't work hard enough. Cause I know you have that potential. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how gross, disgusting, manipulative it is. Yeah, Absolutely, I experienced that too. Everybody I talked to experiences that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in the little oh, survey that I sent you, oh yeah, go ahead, I fill out. I have a little thing on there about the psychological issues that you experience. You checked almost every single box: uh, gaslighting, excommunication, shaming, manipulation, peer pressure, guilt. Can yeah. we can we talk a little bit about that stuff? yeah um you know and it was just built
1: in it was just so much a part of um their jargon like you know like the um I don't know let's, let's start with one I'm I'm just I'm
0: just like so overwhelmed I'm like yes 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 all of it Yeah, I mean, you can pick pick your favorite or you can just kind of share a couple examples. I mean, I think out of all of the surveys, you might have been one of the people that checked the most boxes. And that was one of the things to me that I was like, oh my gosh. And then, you know, it's Amway. So I wasn't completely surprised that you experienced most of the psychological issues that you get while in a cult. I mean, those are cult psychological issues. That's why I put it in there. So people can go, oh, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: um, you know, I, it's just kind of, well, I'm going to, what I'll do is I, I just want to go through, um, just the, the behavior information
0: totally. and let's, emotional
1: control. Yeah. I mean, that'll, that'll cover it. Yeah, right Let's there. talk about Stephen
0: Hassan and his bite model. Yeah. So I've talked about, model. I've talked about this with Josie. Uh, by the time this episode comes up, I believe that episode will be already published, so people can go back and listen to that. Um, but Perfect. we do talk about the bite model with Josie. I did that last week, yeah. um, so let's talk about it with you because this is so interesting that uh, the bite model is coming up.
1: I, yes, and I have to I have to give credit to Josie. First of all, I connected. Um, with her without her probably even knowing because I'm also from Missouri originally and she's just so sweet and she was again all of you guys were part of my healing process and I um, uh, so she kind of mentioned the bite model I looked it up and that is like the start of me just getting angry for the first time and be like I cannot believe this
0: so like I I told you read it and you were like
1: ding 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 exactly exactly because before I kind of gave them a pass and I was like, mm, you know, maybe at least for some people, but it's not for us. It almost destroyed our marriage. Um, you know, but you know, then you read this and you're like, just I can't believe this. <laughs> Why did I fall for this? So I told you about, you know, controlling the types of clothing. This is under behavioral. Controlling the types of clothing and hairstyle um that you have. They were very much like, and again, it's always about they they don't tell you do this. They say The successful people do this. So, and, and really we need to be in duplication of our upline. So that's always how they put it. Um, Manipulation and deprivation of sleep. I'm not even kidding. I was just reading that exact one. As you said that,
0: that's so creepy. (laughs)
1: Really? That's funny. So um, they would have you like the The meetings would start at 8 PM, you know, okay. Just a regular local meeting. Or the regional meetings, or the big events, they would start at eight pm. They'd say you need to be standing in line for this event two, three hours so that you get the best seats. And then after the meetings themselves, they would have night owls where everybody would stand around the leaders in the business and and learn from them and be recording from you know um, uh, getting information uh, from them and. Um, and we'd be out there until two, three in the morning. And then I'd have to be up at, at 6 a.m. the next day. Um, and and what? it was, yeah, and yeah, seriously for the big um, quarterly national events, like the free enterprise days, spring leadership, family reunion, um, dream night was a little bit different. That one was just a, it wasn't like a weekend long event. It was just a one night thing. But for those big events, You'd be standing in line and winners don't bring chairs for the line, and there'd be tens of thousands of people of people in line. What? You'd be standing in heels in your business professional outfits, either in freezing cold or super hot Vegas heat, because a lot of these events were in Vegas. You'd be standing there, starting as early in the morning as you could possibly get there. And then you wouldn't get home until or to back to your hotel until two or three in the morning. And you'd do it again. And so that's why these, these events were so emotionally charged because they don't give you the amount of mental capacity to process through and logically get through um, you know, that thought process of, oh, maybe this isn't right or whatever. You're just so emotional the whole time. It was like constant tears. And so you felt like it was so effective and, and such an impactful event.
0: That is um, like- Oh, my mouth has been hanging open while you've been talking this whole entire time for everybody that's not looking at me, but that, Oh my God. Like that is the first time that I've heard about the sleep. I mean, I've seen it in this and I was like, Oh, I wasn't sleep deprived, but Oh wow. I didn't even think about late meetings and having to be, Oh my God.
1: Exactly. And, and again, they never tell you it's always, the winners, you know, when, when we, you know, the people who are diamond, when we were where you were, we were staying up till two or three in the morning, we were going to every single night owl, we were
0: recording as many of the winners as possible, you know, just like all of this. Um, right. So it's just your come up and it's like, you just have to get through this. It's part of it. We're successful and we didn't. So if you do yeah. it, you'll be successful too.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So another one restrict leisure entertainment vacation time. They'd be like, okay, well, you're not successful yet. Why would you be taking vacation time?
0: You know? Yeah. Josie Um, talks about that, how she wasn't allowed to watch TV or was discouraged from watching TV because it's, it's a time waster. She could be making money during that time. Now she says she loves TV.
1: (laughs) I still don't like TV, but my husband's like, look at this new cult documentary. Let's watch it. (laughs) look at this serial killer documentary. He loves that kind of stuff. And so I'll be like, mm, okay. And then
0: I'm like, wow, this is the best,
1: honey, you've got to make popcorn. we got to get the next episode. Uh, when you watch <laughs> those cult
0: documentaries, are you triggered? Like, oh my God, Amway, this is so much like Amway. Cause I watched the Scientology yeah. ones and was like, oh my God, I'm in a cult when I was in LuLaRoe. Yeah. So did you yeah. feel those same, like those mm-hmm. same feelings watching it? You're like, oh my God, validation.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, it was, it was uh, in a lot of ways, it was just like, I I can't believe I didn't see this. I can't believe how much control they had over, over my life. But then you also it kind of almost gives you like a sense of, well, at least I'm not alone. Cause look at those people who were in Nexium. They were super successful, you know, they were they're great people and they felt for it too, you know. So
0: <laughs> oh, the best, the best a lot of emotions. there's you know, there's 80 years here of yeah. of um uh, manipulation yeah. in in. pyramid schemes and how these are run. I mean, there's almost eighty years of history behind this. Exactly. Proven tips to make this work. Exactly. They've been at this
1: for a long time. Um, Separation of families. They said, okay, if your family's any bit negative, in fact, there's a a big speaker for worldwide dream builders. His name is uh, Brad Nelson. He's quite charismatic. He, you know, speaks all the time. He's, you know, kind of the fun guy of the group he has this talk that's a super popular talk everybody would listen to it on their, their CDs you know as they're driving to work it's called the snip talk essentially like if your family is not supportive of you snip them out of your life you know if if they're if they are um how, you know if, if they if they're not going to buy a product from you to support your business then snip them out you know and just all this stuff and it was just like anybody who has anything negative to say about this business is, is they're they're not legitimate they're not telling you truth we're telling you the truth get them out of your life you don't need that negativity so this is such an isolation tactic wow. such an isolation tactic um information control you know they they discouraged access to non-cult sources of information I mean like I'm not I'm not even kidding like there were books on the book list that we would read and that was the only books that we read for two and a half years not a, not, not Harry Potter. And what are some of those books that you read? Mm, You've got a lot of, um, actually there were some good books that I really liked. There was a book called extreme ownership that I thought was a great book. Um, but then there were, um, oh, there was this book called being happy. It was the definition of toxic positivity, definition of toxic positivity, essentially be happy and all the good things will happen to you. Negativity is bad. You've got the Napoleon Hill books. Um, oh gosh, what is his name? I I I still can't think of his name. Uh, John, it's John somebody. He's a huge. He speaks um, uh, in front of a ton of MLMs. Anyway, um, a bunch of his books, a bunch of Christian books, because Amway is a Christian organization, and um, you know, oh, The Secret was one. You know,
0: different did you ever have to read The Go Giver? The Go Giver. We read The Go Giver. How about eat that or uh, eat the eat that frog? Mm, I you don't know if we read that, read that one. one or like any of uh, Simon Sinek, like start with why uh, start or with leaders why. eat last. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. I know we
1: had start with why. We had the compound effect. We had. Um, I mean, again, some of these books are absolutely great books. I remember one book actually, and this is where they they really discourage you to think individually. There was this one book about it was kind of in that that um, toxic positivity vein um, that talked about, you know, always believing the best. The, and he said something along the line of this author said, um, you know, we believed we did not believe in, in having health insurance. We thought that was bad. And then it happened. My daughter got so sick. She got deathly sick she had to, she should have gone to the doctor. She probably needed to go to the hospital, but I just believed the best. And 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 I just knew that it was going to turn around and everything was gonna be okay. When we stood by our values and we just believed positively and she ended up pulling through or something like that. And to me, I, I went to my upline. I was like, I disagree wholeheartedly with that book. That is putting your child in danger why are they even printing this? Why is this on what? the book list? And she was like, well, then you're not getting the purpose of the book. I'm like, it's what the we, positive you, outlook? Okay. Exactly. Exactly. And there was this book about like how women need to support their husbands. And it was very, uh, it was definitely misogynistic. It was bad. And I, and that was, again, I was just like, what are we in the, 1800s this is yeah.
0: ridiculous it's 1952 <laughs> exactly no, if my
1: husband's supposed not. to like like punish me if I'm not making dinner every night. Like don't it's forget to make like your
0: that. casserole wearing lipstick and heels girl your husband oh. will appreciate it okay. pass right. exactly so
1: like that kind of stuff and if you question that kind of stuff you know they're just kind of like well
0: you're not getting it obviously you know I mean but I'm not just... surprised that Amway is like like pushing like 1950s conservative out of date <laughs> values at all. Like I'm just not surprised. But then also yeah. I am a little surprised. Like yeah. still, um, yeah. I hate the toxic positive positivity thing because it's like, you cannot have the sweet without the sour. Like if yeah. everything was sweet, then nothing is sweet. Yep. And if yep. everything is good, then nothing is good. Mm-hmm. You have to have the good exactly. and the bad. That's why things are good and bad because the opposite of that, like it's, it's insane to me. And even when my friends are like, I just want to have a positive mindset and they're not an MLM. I say to them, you cannot ignore the negativity. You just can't, you have to understand it, embrace it, uh, digest it and and find whatever you need out of it, but you cannot just pretend it doesn't exist. That's the problem. (laughs) You have to, you have to look at it and say, this is toxic. I can't like the positive goes with the negative. You cannot just only have the good.
1: Yep. So true. So true. I a hundred percent agree. And I see, I've got several friends who are still very much in MLM to this day. And I see them doing that to themselves. You know, they have difficult situations happen or they're just having a bad day. Um, and, that, you know, it's still on their Instagram. It's just all sunshine and rainbows. And, and like, even in, and when I was in Amway, you know, at our meetings, you know, people would be having some really crappy situations in their life. And they, they, you know, somebody come up and talk to them, how you doing? Living the dream, man. You know, just, uh, you know, doing, going out every day, making people aware, you know, building my legacy, like all this stuff, you know, and that's just the way they they talked. And it was, it was so sad because it was so fake. You felt like from, I, I never felt like they were truly genuinely friends. They were, it was just fake. It felt so artificial.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and share with all of your anti-MLM friends as well. See you next time.